Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Remarkably Us, the podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Roan, sober gal living in Southern California, navigating the ins and outs of life. After what we'll call the great breakdown of 2019, I've been journeying through self-discovery, sobriety, trauma, divorce, relationships, all of the above. In this podcast, I'll have solo episodes where I talk about my life, the things that I am dealing with, have dealt with, and all the tools I've collected in maintaining a consistent environment for self-growth and discovery. We'll also hear from others who are breaking barriers and climbing incredibly tough mountains. Get ready to get inspired and motivated to laugh and to cry, but most importantly, to love a little. Let's jump right into it. Today, I have an incredible guest with me, Erin Scott. Erin is an attorney in Phoenix, Arizona. She graduated from ASU Law, is an amazing dog mom, semi-new homeowner, and most importantly, one of my best friends. We are actually in her home in Phoenix. I flew over for the day. And she was gracious enough to um, let me record her speak and then put it on the internet. We know each other from San Diego. When I first moved to San Diego seven years ago, we worked at bar, a bar together. And for a few months before I left that position, maybe we'll go into that story <laughs> at another time. <laughs> And we were, we were, were, I mean, just instantly connected. We have pretty kind of similar backgrounds um, and we have been best friends ever since. So hi, welcome, Erin. Hi, Shelly. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, Super happy that you came to visit me for a day. I'm sure you're so happy to be in 105 degrees. Um, It's It's only going to get hotter. You guys, it's hot as fuck here. <laughs> I it was like 65 degrees when I left San Diego this morning, and I stepped off the plane four hours later from me leaving my house, and it was 103 degrees. And I was like, <laughs> at 8:30 a.m. 8:30 a.m. Yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's hot. It's hot. Um, so I want to start off by having you, because obviously I know you. I've known you for forever. But no one else, no one else knows you. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this is a sheltered yes, permit, right? No one knows. I want to start off by having you tell us how you got here. Kind of your story from the beginning. Tell us your journey to uh, now. All right. So it all started August 20th, 1991. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will be 30. August 20th is my birthday. Wish me a happy <sighs> birthday. No, I'm kidding. So uh, I moved around quite a bit, went from Ohio to Montana to Idaho, back to Ohio for college, moved to San Diego for about a year, a little over a year for my year off between undergrad and law school. Thought I was going to go to law school in San Diego and be roommates with Shelly for a bit. And then ASU offered me an awesome scholarship. And I originally wanted to go into sports law and ASU had that program. So I moved out to Phoenix thinking three years in for school, and then I'm getting the hell out of that desert. Um, Actually, now love Phoenix, and you will not get me to leave this place because I absolutely (laughs) love it here. 
Um, and then while doing law school, I realized that I really, really enjoyed real estate. So I'm a real estate attorney. Um, I do a lot of commercial leasing and financing. I won't bore you anymore with that. But um, so here I am in Phoenix. Here we are. Um, I want to talk. So we have similar. I remember when, when we first start, when we first met, we have we grew up similar to each other or not. I mean, in just the way that we were raised, your parents split up when you were young mm-hmm. um, and you lived in relatively small towns. Yeah. Shoto, Montana. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All like thousand of us. Yeah. <laughs> there, I mean, really, really small towns. So I think that's how we connected really well because when you, when you move to a place like, California, especially a city, you know, San Diego from a small town, people are just, are different. It's a different, you know, it's a different pace of life. Um, and not that it's bad, obviously I still live there. So I, and you live in a city Mm -hmm. in a major city now too. So it's not that I don't love that. It's just, it was difficult to really connect with people right off the bat that were, had been living there or were like born and raised in San Diego. I was just It's a totally different lifestyle. It's a very different lifestyle. I mean, I lived in Ohio for a long time and Idaho for a long time. And, you know, I call myself a Midwest girl. Yep. And there's definitely a very different personality between Midwest Mm -hmm. and the coast. And so, yeah, I mean, we immediately clicked. I had moved just a little bit before you and Mm -hmm. I had been bartending and still hadn't super connected with someone. And I remember you started. And we were at like a work meeting and I was like, that one, <laughs> she's my friend. And then we pretty much were together yeah. every single day after that. Like, yeah, people would be like, oh, Aaron, where's Shelly? Yeah. I don't know. She's not with you. Like, yeah. it was so weird for people to, to see, see us the, not together. Yeah, to see the two separate. <laughs> it was, that was so great to have some, you know, just to have someone that you really could count on and depend on. Um, you know, in a bigger city, there are a lot of people that kind of, they, you know, they move from friend to friend, you know, dependability and people is just, it's not as, I don't know, right. When you're raised in the Midwest, it's like, you need to be, you're dependable. People can count on you, you know? So anyways that, yeah. So we've been friends ever since. And, um, now it's just been so great to get to see you. I mean, I'm sitting in her home right now, you guys, and we've always, you know, we just have, yeah, we've been through a lot of different um, phases over the last, you know, seven years. <laughs> yes, yes, we have. A lot of different, uh, yeah, stages of life. Um, <laughs> so what I really want to touch on with you first is comparison. For me, I know I have a really bad habit. I'm getting better at it. As the older I get and kind of the more comfortable I get with myself, I'm better, but I have a bad habit and have, I think always of comparing myself to other women of the way that I look or dress, what job I have, where I'm at in my age, right? What I should be doing. Um, and it leads, it's left me in the past feeling like I should be at a certain point because that person who's my age is, or I should be doing that. So how do you deal with comparison like that? Or do you think you've struggled with it? 
Um, I would say a little bit in the body area. Mm. You know, I was never super skinny. Yeah. Always had a little Midwest gut, I'll call it, because <laughs> us Midwest women love love to drink our mm-hmm. beers and eat our wings mm-hmm. and, and burgers. Um, but not terribly. Yeah. Um, I I think I'm lucky that and I think it's probably rare for women to mm-hmm. feel this, but I've always been very confident and yeah. very I'm doing me. So, yeah. you know, I, I think I follow my own path. Um, you know, I, I've never, I I've always thought this, like go to school, get married, buy a house, have kids timeline. Mm-hmm. That was never for me. Yeah. Um, I've been with my boyfriend for five and a half years and I straight up told him, we're not getting engaged while I'm in my twenties. Yeah. Like, this is me time. This is Aaron. I'm doing school. I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. I want to, you know, we want it to buy the house. This is time for us to kind of, I mean, yeah, we've been together, but to really do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, I do turn 30 in August, so we'll see what happens after that. But like, there's just never been pressure. You know, we feel we get a lot of pressure actually from other people to get engaged and get Mm. married. And we have tons of comments about it. Yeah. And we're just super comfortable doing us. Yeah. um, You know, that whole timeline and where you should be at 30. I'm exactly where I want to be. Yeah. I'm not worried about where other people think we should be or comparing I'm living my best life. You yeah. Know? I, I just graduated school uh, three years ago. Um, I love to travel. I love to hang out with my friends and I'm doing all of that. Um, work's been crazy. Yeah. You know, it, I am an attorney, so I'm not going to really compare myself to other people, you know, um, but I was bartending at 26. Yeah. And, you know, I loved it and I, I would love to still bartend. I right. really enjoyed it. And like when I took the bar exam, I felt fine if I would have failed the bar exam and kept bartending Yeah, because I had a good job that paid all my bills and I was happy doing it. So I wasn't going to compare myself. Um, yeah, I just kind of doing my own thing. Yeah. I think that is so it's really rare and that's just to find, you know, to have someone that doesn't kind of play that that game or you know with themselves it's really rare because right we get so many like you said there's so many outside influences all the time especially with women and with women around for our age like we're now slowly that the doors you don't have 30 yet your eggs are gone yeah we'll be okay (laughs) right (laughs) right chill jessica (laughs) it's fine but there's so many that those outside influences of like you know right those questions you know are you for me are you gonna get married again are you you're gonna have to meet someone new you know, you're going to have to do all of this for you, you. Have to meet someone new. We, like, as if you don't walk outside your house, like <laughs> yeah. I meet new people know, all the right. time. But what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, but what do you think you would, what do you think you, what advice would you give to women that struggle with that comparing that comparison? What do you think sets you kind of on the other side of that and, and allows you to be able to, um, what did, what did people say? The fly by not fly by the seat of your pounds drum you know um 
No, but I think you were close. You the know, first one. drum or so. You know what? Beat, I, the own beat of your drum. Yes. Like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rock to the beat of your own drum. Uh, we're gonna well, go with that well, one. Well, we're, we're gonna, gonna stick with that, with that yep. one. Um, what do you think you would tell you know women, men, how whatever age they are, you know, advice you would give them on on <laughs> beating to the sound of their own drum. <laughs> I don't know that that's actually the same, but, um, you know, I have these conversations with a lot of friends. Like I feel like a lot of, especially the women, female friends always are like, you know, do you, I I feel like I'm behind. I feel like Mm. I have to do that. And I'm like, are you happy? Yeah. Are you happy with where you're at? And they're like, yeah. Then why do you need to do that? Like you, it's just kind of coming to the realization that everyone's happy at different Mm. stages. And you'll never be able to please everyone. Yeah. But if you always choose what, what you think mm-hmm. is right, then you can please yourself hundred percent of the time. Oh, great. So I just think it's important to, I don't know, just focus on yourself. Yeah. Do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Like a house doesn't mean anything like having a kid, getting married. Yeah. Like these are all personal goals. Mm-hmm. And so what someone else is doing, that doesn't affect me. Yeah. And so you just kind of have to keep that mindset. And I, I think it can be hard. I mean, like, like I said, there's so many people with just the marriage and mm-hmm. what, are, are you guys going to have kids? I don't know. When are you guys going to get married? No idea. Yeah. I'm super happy with where we're at right now. So there is no rush. Like, yeah, I, I'm fine. I, I don't know. You'll, you'll find out when I find out. Yeah. I think that <laughs> comes from, I'm learning that the more present I am in each day that, you know, the more present I feel and the more I practice mindfulness and gratitude every day, the more happy I am with where I am in each moment. Mm-hmm. And the more that you can live in each moment and be grateful and happy for what you have and what you're doing right then, you know, that I think that helps to eliminate those outside, you know, those kind of, you know, looking at the things that you don't have, feeling like you're right behind. It took me forever to graduate school. And I always felt like, you know, cause I changed my mind 5 million times. <laughs> oh my gosh. The amount of different career paths I've had, <laughs> you know, and I always felt like I, when I watched a lot of my friends graduate school, you know, before me and if I had been practicing, you know, and been kind of reminding myself that everyone has their own journey Mm -hmm. and, but what's important because you never know when the universe is going to tell you that your time is up. And so what's important is just to be mindful and great and grateful in every moment. And I feel like that leads to, you know, that leads to extended happiness and, and, being happy with who you are, which is, it's tough. It's tough to learn, especially if you have struggled with it for a really long time. It's a mindset that you have to like almost reset you like she does guys. She does everything else amazingly. So of course she would do this. She's like, no, I don't have, I never compare myself to anybody, but um, you know, it's, um, it's a mindset and you have to, you know, if you have it or not, you know, you can, it's, practice. It's like Mm -hmm. a muscle that you have to work, um, to be grateful and happy with yourself. And I think part of it is growing up, you know, both of my parents were like, we're proud of you, whatever you do. 
whatever you choose to do. I mm-hmm. mean, they supported me with every single decision. Yeah. And it was always like, I mean, th- they both knew that I was strong headed or whatever the yeah. phrase is there. Like there was no, if I had my mindset on right. something, you just can't convince me otherwise. So they just played into it. They're like, that sounds great. Go ahead, Erin. I'm going to yeah. do this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, having that reassurance, like whatever you're doing, mm. whatever you think is right for you, you know, that, that was really easy. And I know not a lot of parents kind of put a lot more pressure on their kids. And I think that can be really difficult, but, um, two things is one, like, you know, if you think you're on the, you're behind my brother, you mm. know, he started going to school and he studied abroad in Damascus, Syria to learn Arabic. And he wanted to go to the FBI and had all these plans. And then when he got back from Syria, he's like, uh, that's not actually what I think I want to do. And he, uh, stopped going to school. He had like two, three years of college credits and he, he just stopped. Cause, um, he's like, this is not the field that yeah. I want to go into. And he worked some odd like jobs and he ended up back in Ohio with uh, a bunch of my family, my dad's side of the family is back mm-hmm. there and he bartended for a long time. And then finally it like clicked on him that, that cybersecurity was something he was interested yeah. in at, I think age 28, 29. Yeah. And he just got so much excitement. He finally found what he wanted to do. And he has never done so well in school than when yeah. he did the cybersecurity program and he did online school. And now he's working in that field and just absolutely killing it mm. and loves it. And, you know, he's 32. I think he, he got hired when he was 31. So he didn't start his career until 31. He didn't figure out what he wanted to do until 28, 29. And now he's just crushing it. And so yeah. it's okay. Like if you don't know where you want to be. Right. Um, and then the other thing is kind of when you talk about seeing people and oh, I need to do that, you know, I'm a big traveler. I love mm. adventures, exploring, And so when I was following, you know, some of the artists I really love or celebrities, you know, they're doing all these cool things and I want to do all the cool things. So I started kind of feeling as if, oh man, they're doing that. Like just seeing all these things Mm. that I wanted to do, but then it kind of started to feel like, oh my gosh, why am I not doing that? Why am I not doing that? And so I just had to unfollow them. Yeah. Like I, I recognize that like, I do a lot. I travel a lot. I do way, way more than I think you probably travel more than any other person I know. Yeah. I have, I think like seven trips planned for the rest of the year. Yeah. Like, and, and so I'm like, why, why am I worried about what they're doing? I yeah. do tons of stuff. What am I worried about? Like, right. So I just had to unfollow a lot of celebrities and I feel way better. Yeah. You know, just, there was that little bit, I don't know if it was comparison or just like, oh my gosh, I want to do all these things Yeah, and just not appreciating all the things that, that I you actually have, was doing. Yes. And that you have done all the places that you have been. Exactly. And so I just had to cancel mm-hmm. them out and I feel way happier. Yeah. I think for me that too, I definitely, I have to remind myself of like all of the things I have been through and done already in mm-hmm. life. And that that's more than a lot of people will even ever do. Exactly. You know, yes. and being so grateful for everything that I've been able to do and to see mm-hmm. and everything else will figure itself out and, you know, and we'll get there. But yeah, yeah that kind like yeah. body image, you know, mm. I, I gained 30 pounds during COVID Girl. work has been absolutely insane. And you know what? 
I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to get back into working out and eating healthy. And yeah, I want to get back to where I was pre COVID, but I, I've never been that stick thin person with a six pack. Mm -hmm. And I think about it and I'm like, that's okay. Like be happy with your body. Yeah. Your body, my body has given me a lot, <laughs> a lot. You know, I, I worked full time on top of full time yep. law school. Thank you body for putting mm -hmm. up with four hours of sleep and getting yes. me through that. This body travels and enjoys great food and works hard as shit. Like it's okay. If this is not a six pack, I have a lot of stuff going yeah. on and I am very busy, tons of stress, eating good food, living life. Yep. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. So, you know, I, I think just reminding yourself, it's okay that I don't look like that because yeah. what are, what else has my body done for me? What, mm -hmm. what have I gotten to do? Yep. Like I said, <laughs> your girl likes to eat and I'm a big foodie. So, um, love trying new restaurants. Is, is it worth it to have a six pack? So, and cut out all of that. No, sir. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no, no sir. No, sir. No, sir. Not. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I have a, um, a friend that always brings this up. I, I always um, tell people to mind their business or I say, you know, oh, worry about yourself. You know, worry about your damn self. <laughs> worry about yourself. And that's what I have to remind myself of often. Like, you know what, Shell? Worry about yourself and what you're doing. Don't worry about what those people are doing and the success that they've had and all of this, you know, worry about your own path and all the things that you're dealing with. Um, no, I think that, I mean, it's just so relatable. We all compare ourselves to a lot of people, you know, when we shouldn't in and doing a lot of things and we all have our own individual journeys that are beautiful, just the way that they are. I know you talked about, um, your, I, my gosh, if we, all of our bodies have changed during, <laughs> during quarantine. <laughs> my dog gained five pounds. Your dog, I, my dog's been gaining weight for the sure. The vet said the extra weight looked great on oh, him. You know we what? don't body shame dogs. We, we do not <laughs> body shame up in here. <laughs> we also, I know in the past, we've also talked a lot about, this would have been through COVID too, is you, um, started experiencing anxiety for the first time. Yes. Um, and this was this, was this during COVID was this like, when was this then? So, you know, COVID started and work just was like at a standstill. I was mm. barely working. It was amazing. I was getting like eight hours of sleep, which is not a thing mm. for me. I was riding my bike every day. I lost 10 pounds. I was cooking on my dinners. I had so much free time. Mm -hmm. It was wonderful. And then all the COVID deals caught up. Um, so like I said, I do commercial leasing. So every, every tenant was asking for help. Like, please mm. give me abatement and like deferment. Help me with my rent. I need help. And interest rates were so low. And I do financing. So everyone's mm. like, hell yeah, let's get a new mortgage yeah. um, for commercial buildings. And so all of a sudden it was like the floodgates opened mm. and all of this work just came. But especially on the tenant side, you know, they needed relief and they needed it two months ago. So everything that was coming in was like, it's already, it's already late. Like it should yeah. have been handled. And so on top of just a crazy amount of workload, which I can do and I'm used to, but it was just, everything was so quick. Everything was like, where is this? We mm. need it now. 
And I mean, I just got stuck behind my computer for 14, 16 hours a day. And it was just that constant stress of where is this? Where is that? Where we need this now. We need this now. And just always feeling behind. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, uh, we thought it would be a great time to buy a house. Um, actually our landlord said that they were going to sell the condo that I had been renting for five years. So we're like, guess we're going to start looking Yeah, because we were going to wait like another year until things calm down. And thankfully we didn't cause the market's nuts right now. But, um, so yeah, on top of that, then I had all the house stuff and I was super involved because this is what I do for work. So, yeah. um, you know, I was really involved in that and then we had to deal with moving and then it had just been probably like six months of this just constant stressful work situation. And it carried into my weekends. Like I couldn't relax. It was Saturday morning. It'd be 10 a.m. I'm having coffee with my boyfriend. And I'm like, okay, we have to do this. We have to do that. Yeah. We have to do this. Cause like I was so behind on stuff during the week that on the weekend, it was like everything that I had put off needed to be done. I needed to do work at 10 a.m. on a Saturday. I'm like, I'm already behind. I can't get yeah. through everything and just really, really anxious. And, you know, I, I wasn't in a very good place. Like I could tell I was, you know, definitely irritable. I was averaging maybe four or five hours of sleep. Yeah. I'm so stressed out constantly, you know, just very quick with Pete, um, my boyfriend, uh, not the most pleasant person to be around. <laughs> And just, I could just feel like I, I just never felt like I relaxed. Mm. And I kept saying, I just need to make it through this year because fourth quarter is our busiest time. And then generally in January, February, we slow down. So I'm like, let me just, I just got to make it through. And um, yeah, I started having some anxiety attacks. I want to say probably October, November after like months of this and, um, I started taking ashwagandha, which is like a mm -hmm. supplement that you can get on Amazon and it definitely helped. So I stopped having like the anxiety attacks, except when I like forgot to take it, but even just, I had one, uh, Thanksgiving, I had, you know, we host Thanksgiving. I'm a big host. We had people over here and I had my cousin and a friend fly in from Ohio, mm -hmm. did my big hosting. And then the next day was like, I have to do work, but I yes. have friends here and I have to host. And I was like crying in the bathroom and hyperventilating, like yeah. breathing and I couldn't control it. And Pete's like, what's, what's going on? And I was like, I gotta, I gotta take them around. I gotta show them a good yeah. time, but I need to do work. I'm so far behind. I have all these things. And he's like, it's okay. Like I'll go entertain them, do your work. Like, yeah. And you know, it, this is not what should be happening. So, um, kept thinking January will be good. <laughs> Surprise. January did not slow down. And I was like, that's it. I can't live like yeah. this. You know it. And before I went and talked to the doctor, I really was not telling anyone. Mm. I was kind of embarrassed. Yeah. Um, I'm used to always being the person that's go, go, go doing tons of things. You know, people are like, I can't believe that you do that much you know, kind of felt like superwoman. Yes. And almost being like, you know, I've definitely been there in the past where someone, you know, is, you know, kind of compliments you on you do so much and being kind of like, you know what? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Let me do a hair flip. Yes. <laughs> I do do all of this way more than any person should, but yeah. yeah. And you take it as a compliment. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And so it was just kind of like, 
it, it was very weird for me because this was the first time I've been that busy. Like I said, I worked full-time on top of full-time law school in college. I bartended quite a bit and I was in a sorority and I had a position and I did other outside activities. Mm -hmm. And, and so for me, it was like, I don't understand why, why I'm having such a hard time. I don't understand why I can't mm -hmm. do this. Um, so it was like, I even tried to hide it from Pete. Like I would yeah. have like a breakdown in the closet with my dog, with the door closed while he's in the like bedroom <laughs> because I didn't, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm not one who cries a bunch. I'm, you know, it was very, that was way too vulnerable for yeah. me to show people a weakness. Um, cause that's not what I like to show. Um, but finally in January, I was like, all right, it's not slowing down. This is not getting better. I went to the doctor. She's like, how are you doing? I was like, like crying. So she's like, let's get you on some anti-anxiety medication. She's like, we'll try it for a little bit, see what happens. And I feel so much better. It just helped. And so after that, I was like, you know, I need to be vocal. I don't yeah. want people to look at me and think like, oh, she can do it. She's doing it just fine. And then think to themselves, why can I not do it? Yeah. Like when you're yeah. like killing yourself. Yeah. So yeah. I, I want it to be very open. So I pretty much told all my friends, I was like, Hey, so <laughs> I was having anxiety attacks. I'm on anxiety medication. Like, you know, it just got too much and I want it to be there in case they were feeling mm. the same way, but they were being embarrassed. So yeah. I, I, I want it to be very open with everyone. So I think pretty much everyone knows. Yeah. Um, they didn't. Now they know. Yeah. <laughs> now the whole world. Yeah, know. everyone knows. <laughs> They're like, oh shit. But um, it, it's been so much better, and work, work has not stopped. Yeah. Um, I unfortunately had the partner that I worked with closest. She suddenly passed away in April. So now, on top of everything that has been going on, I was the only one who worked with her. So now I'm doing all of her work mm. on top of the work that I previously had, but I'm like, okay, so this, this is not, yeah. I thought it was going to be temporary. It's lasting a little longer than I thought this workflow. So I'm like, I need to make adjustments. Yes. So I am taking, you know, an hour in the afternoon to work out. I worked out Monday through Thursday. I'm working Yay! out after you leave. I'm going to work out Sunday is my goal. Um, and then Shelly actually, uh, inspired me. So this week I have been doing five to 10 minutes of meditation in the morning mm -hmm. and then like 10 minutes of either yoga or stretching. Yeah. Um, and wow. Do you think it's really to be seen a difference so far this week? I feel very focused when I sit down because yeah. I used to wake up, be on the computer by six 30 or 7am Same. and like mm -hmm. immediately to my computer and start working. And yeah. I felt like I had to go. And now I just, I take some time for myself in the morning mm -hmm. and I don't feel scrambled or stressed when I sit down. I'm like, yeah. okay, I got a little errand time. Yeah. It's so important. I, I used to be, and I will still get into the swing of this, especially right with me when, you know, I go through periods where work is crazy. Of course I can wake up and grab a cup of coffee and sit down at my computer and not get up, you know? for at least 12 hours and still have things to do. But, you know, and I used to be when I was in school and I was married and I was a full-time nanny. And so I'm like taking care of two separate families at the same time, right? Full-time and also trying to finish school. 
I would wake up and sit down with like my planner and my to do's and try and map out everything with between these two separate families and like try and get the kids all situated. And I never gave myself just hearing this. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I never, ever, ever gave myself the time to just like breathe and relax. And so I was co- on this constant up. Like this, it's like your adrenaline just keeps you going. It's like you're at the the top of the mountain. You wake (laughs) up to the second you close your eyes. It was like, I woke up and immediately was thinking about all of the things that needed to happen that day and the order they were going to happen and when I was going to do them. And so, right. Then of course I was horrible to be around, you know, (laughs) terrible, but everything was getting done. Yeah. I took care of two families and graduated for anything dealing with yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That is what, right? How do I open this? The great breakdown of 2019. (laughs) Yeah. And hence the great breakdown of 2019, because my mental and physical body was like, um, bitch, we can't do this anymore. Like I hit, it was like, you cannot live like this. So I really, it is so, so important to just take some time every Mm -hmm. single day because yeah, work obviously pays the bills and you love what you do. And there are things that are important that yeah. need to get done that day. Yeah. For let me, sure. Let me just say, I love my job. Yeah. I love the work I do. I love the people that I work with. Yeah. I could use a little bit less of it, yeah. <laughs> but I absolutely love it. Yes. The, after telling that story, people might be like, what are you doing? Why, why are you, yeah, why that? are you still, yeah. because I love it. I love what I do. The same. I love my job and I love you know, being able to, you know, help lead people and help, you know, create this, you know, this environment for all of this, you know, continuous improvement and all these things. I love, I really do love what I do, but it will never be more important than my mental health for sure. So I will, you know, right. Instead of waking up and using that 30 minutes, you know, to get some work done or, you know, do some emails before the start of the day, I will make sure that I take some time because it just, it's, it's more important, Mm -hmm. you know, and right. You're going to be able to sustain because exactly our job, jobs are stressful, especially, oh my gosh, what you've been doing the past couple of years. I'm like, um, (laughs) yeah. So check patting myself on the back for not going to law school. (laughs) He does that daily. So So, but no, I'm, you know, there is inevitable stress that we cannot get away from. We can't, it's not, um, realistic for us to say, I'm sorry. I can only do like four hours today because of my (laughs) mental health, you know, they would be like, that's great. But yeah, this business, yeah. Like my clients would be like, okay, Actually, my clients are great. So they yeah. might say, okay, take the rest of the day. Right. But then the next day they'd be like, okay, but we still, yeah, but that. we still need this from you. <laughs> yeah. So it is, it's about making sure to fit it in when you can. And for me, I think the first, first thing in the morning and the last thing, you know, that you do at night, it's it, those times when like, you know, naturally you might scroll on Instagram, you know, or get on Facebook for, you know, while you're like laying in bed, kind of waking up to get up, you know, put your phone aside for a little bit and just let yourself kind of come into the day. You'll be able to sustain that level of responsibility, of high Mm -hmm. responsibility 
for longer than if you just barrel through oh, yeah. like a mad woman. Yeah. One of the things I've really been trying to do is, so I'm still working from home and I think mm. that's kind of part of it, right? Like I sit in my office yep. by myself all day. Mm. He comes in and says a couple words and then he leaves. Like I don't see my boyfriend Monday through Thursday. Yeah. Hardly. Um, and so I really have been trying to get out of the house, like on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday mm. and go grab dinner with a friend. Um, so one of my coworkers were really good friends and we go grab wings at our favorite little dive bar. And it's, I mean, that's the only time that I leave Monday through Friday <laughs> at the time, it's the only time that yeah. I leave my house because of how busy I am and just kind of having that break and yep. getting to be with someone and gain out of the house. That's been really helpful too. Yeah. Um, I had one other thing I was going to say, but it will come to me in another It'll minute. It'll It'll come. come back. Yeah. I think the biggest, I feel like the biggest takeaways from, you know, from definitely I've always struggled with anxiety. I mean, from a really, 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 really young age. And, um, you know, it like can be like so bad it's physically painful. And a lot of times it's not necessarily in points when I'm like really super stressed out. I just will like randomly have a really anxious day. And I'm like, almost feel like I have the flu for a day. And my heart is like racing constantly yes. the entire day. Just, I mean, like a little hummingbird, like, you know, like the little <laughs> wings, right? I always think of it like a hummingbird wings, um, right? Try and put a little fluff onto an anxiety attack. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my hummingbird wings, my heart. Um, like something so cute as you're like yeah, breaking down. Like, like having a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, I think it, it really, the biggest takeaways is that one, and I love that you brought up that you were hiding it because for me, for sure, I never talked about any of this stuff with anybody mm -hmm. ever, 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 ever. And that was, you know, a huge, I think a big reason why everything, I let everything kind of build up for so long because there was no release. There was no my release was in things that weren't helping. They were just adding on to the problem. Yeah. So not talking about it is it's only going to make it worse and prolong the inevitable <laughs> great breakdown of yeah. 2019 for everybody. Hopefully everyone doesn't have to go through that. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> you know, but, and that's why, that's why I did this. And that's why I think it's so important because you have no idea how many people deal with either the same thing or very, very similar things mm -hmm. or will deal with it. And yep. we'll be able to be like, Oh, I remember, you know, um, that friend of mine that said that she was struggling with that. I'm starting to feel like I might be having those same feelings and just having that connection mm -hmm. is, is helpful. Um, well, I think one thing is like, if you go on my Instagram, you're going to see tons of pictures of me traveling yes. and having fun with friends. And, you know, I hope that people realize that's my best life. Yes. You know, these are like the fun things that I'm doing. Yeah. And don't think that's my every day, right? My every day is behind the computer for hours yeah. on end. I know. Just stressed and like emails just flying in my face. Yeah. And so, you know, like, I think part of the reason I felt like I should be open is, you know, you're like, okay, she's an attorney. Like she has this she's great got it job. All now. 
she's traveling. She just bought this house and she's living Meanwhile, with you're crying super cool boyfriend. In the closet and like, yeah, I, I have anxiety too. Like, yeah. yeah, I have a great life. I absolutely love what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, but yeah, sometimes life punches you in the fucking face. It really does. <laughs> sometimes life gives you and a like, big old slap like, across So the face. it's okay. Like, yeah. you know, if the attorney who travels and has a house and doing all this great shit can fall apart. Yeah. It's okay if you fall apart too. Yeah. Exactly. I, I hope that didn't sound like arrogant, like, oh, the attorney. With the no, so no, like, that is like, no, 100% you know, because, right, you look at, at you from out, from, you know, from an outside perspective. And exactly, you just bought this big, beautiful home. Okay, you, you have, have my house on <laughs> you know, you are, you're an attorney. You have this, you've been to all of these amazing countries. You know, you, you have a really fantastic life. So it is, it would be difficult to, you know, look at, right, your Instagram and be mm-hmm. like, oh, I, you know, I bet she struggles. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> She's dealing with anxiety. Yeah. Or, you know, like people see all of that, but they don't realize, like, I got to travel to a lot of those countries because I worked full time on yeah. top of full time law school. Yeah. Like, I made a lot of sacrifices. I wasn't going out on Friday and Saturday nights. I missed the birthday parties. I mm. missed the celebrations. I wasn't doing all of that. Mm-hmm. I was putting in a lot of work. That week off that I was in a different country, that was my break for the year. Yeah. That was my time off for like the year. Right. And so, you know, people just always are like, you know, social media is just so misleading. Right. That's what I'm saying. Comparison. Worry my, about y'all. Worry about y'all own self. My normal self has mm-hmm. a greasy bun on top of my head, no makeup, bags like you went shopping and like the same sweatpants for three days and that's how your attorney's working in her office and it's like this is a lot less glamorous than what's on my instagram right (laughs) exactly i mean social media is i mean people talk about it all the time it is people put their best lives on on social media that's why i'm like um how can i put um all of the um, I wouldn't call them negative things about me. <laughs> all of my uh, mistakes. How can I put it all over the internet <laughs> to show people that, yeah, we all make mistakes. We all deal with things. We all, you know, struggle in our own ways. We all do. Nobody, there is nobody is perfect. No, absolutely um, not. I mean, who wants to be perfect? Right? Boring. Ew, so boring. <laughs> I have trauma. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's like he he like when we first started dating, he was like very like had to be perfect. He, we he yes. would come over to watch movies and this asshole would be in like a button up like collared shirt and nice pants and nice hair and I'm over here in like no bra, like yeah. big bar tee and yep. like yeah, shorts. Throw that and I'm right like out the window. this needs to go cuz uh-huh. We don't like perfection. Yes. We like realness. <laughs> exactly. Well, Erin, on that note, I want to close with a couple of questions. Okay. One, what do you think your purpose is? Hmm. Um, I think that my purpose is to bring people together. Hmm. I am a big host. I am a friend measure like you know how people have certain Ooh, groups I'm of friends at that. I'm sorry if if I we don't have groups of friends we're all friends and I love hosting 
And I love providing, you know, great memories and, and just really enjoying life with my friends. And so, and, and I think I'm a very supportive friend. Mm -hmm. I, I think I'm there. I'll give you advice. I have one friend who always, he, he doesn't know how to dress. So he, Daryl. (laughs) So he sends, he sends me pictures and he's like, what shirt goes with what pants, anything you need from me at any time. You are really a phenomenal friend. I mean, there are people that, um, you know, there are people that maybe aren't, aren't the best of friends, (laughs) you know, but I think for you, that's always been, you are to anyone and everyone, you are really a phenomenal friend. Oh, thanks, Shell. You're welcome. But yeah, I even like, I made a friend in my apartment complex. She was trying, she had just moved from Wisconsin. Mm. She's trying to like figure out where the, mm-hmm. what, if the office was open. And she's like, hey, do you know where this is? And she goes, yeah, I just moved from Wisconsin. I go, oh, do you know anyone here? She goes, no. I go, cool, take my number. We'll go get lunch tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I, I just want to be, I want yeah. my home to be a welcoming place. I, I just love bringing everyone together. Yeah. So I think that's my purpose. I love that. Okay. Last one. What would you tell your younger self? Um, hmm. I don't know. I'd probably high five myself. I'm pretty happy with what I'm doing, but um, don't give me that look, Shelly. <laughs> what would I tell my younger self? I would probably tell my younger self to like, you know, take time for myself way before, because I've always been this super busy. And so just, it's okay to not be quite as busy. It's okay to like chill and relax and stay at home on a Friday night eating Thai food. Yes. I love that. Which sounds amazing right now, but um, right. So just taking a little bit more time to myself, you don't have to like go, go, go all the time. Yeah. So I love that. I think I would tell, I would definitely tell my younger self that same thing. Definitely. All right. That is a wrap. Thank you so much for being here with me and Aaron. And thank you, Aaron, for sitting and chatting with me. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Thanks everyone for listening. If you want some additional content or want to reach out to me, follow me on Instagram at remarkably underscore us. You can also check out my website, remarkablyus.com, for all my blogs, information, and episode links on how to live your most remarkable life possible. New episodes air every Sunday. New blogs are posted every Wednesday. If you think this episode would help anyone, please share, be kind, and please never forget how wildly capable you are. Till next time, bye!